Do you mind if we go live on Facebook? I already, I've, I've forgotten I, I set it up for lives, but if you don't mind. If it's okay. Yeah, if you're good with it. Okay. It's okay. Just a working dude. And welcome once again to another edition of Real Talk. I'm Adam, and tonight I'm very, uh, very glad we have a, a guest in the studio, and uh, a guest that's going to be coming more and more over the next few episodes. Who's that's with right, me tonight? That's right. It's Anthony Wayne. How are you, Adam? Very well. Good very to see well. you, buddy. Good to see you. And uh, I do appreciate you coming on at the last moment. Oh well, man, I'm glad to I'm glad that you uh, invited me, and uh, it's not going to be last moment next time. No, we're just going to do this. Yeah. It's just going to do it. It's just going to happen. And it seems like, you know, for, for us, people like us, um, there, everything could be last moment. Yeah. We're like, ready. We're yeah. always ready. Anthony, yeah, we got, we got a bag packed. Now, Anthony Wayne just has come from working all day. That's I've come right. from working. We both have multiple side hustles. But here we are going to bring you an addition of a, a psychological thriller featuring Robin Williams, of all people. Mm-hmm. So before we get into tonight's show, please check out all the social media on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, The Other People Show. Also, if you want to follow Anthony Wayne, you want to give out your plugs, Anthony? Sure, yeah, just Anthony Wayne Vibe. Uh, everywhere that you would find that, Anthony Wayne Vibe. AWVibe.com. That's the musician side of me. Right. Nobody knows that I love movies. I'm, I'm I'm telling the world right now. Yes, yes. I'm a movie fan. Do you have Do you have before we get in? Do you have? Sure. I know. Don't ask me for a favorite. You have favorites. No way. Like I can't even. It's too, to the, it's, it's too late in the evening for me to even fathom trying to say. That would be one we would have to know in advance and make lists. Oh, I'd have to plan. It would like be a year. I'd have to have a year to yeah. get a five top five. I mean, I'm I'm kidding, but I do. Um, there's definitely a lot of favorites. Now, do you think you could ever, ever really, if you had to, narrow narrow it down to one? I don't know. You know, I think uh, Dead Poet Society probably um, came at a time in my life when I, you know, okay, when I probably needed some of that movie, which um, also features uh, Robin Williams. It sure does. There's wow. the tie-in. The There's tie -in. the tie-in. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Now, um, I can, can I can I admit something, and I don't know if I should admit this. I've never seen Dead Poet Society. Come on. I've only seen when he jumps up on the on the desk. Classic scene. Uh but yeah. I haven't seen that's you know, there's these films sometimes <clears throat> for me anyway that they some somehow slide through slip through the cracks. Oh sure, there's so many. And, like how uh, would you ever try to see every movie? Could, yeah. It's like it's like music. How would you ever listen to everything? Yeah, you know, there's just not no, no way no at time. all. Um so we're gonna get right in. We have a men mentally unstable Photo developer develops an obsession with an upper middle class family that turns sick and disturbing. Would you say that pretty much describes one hour photo in a nutshell? Yes. Um, the word "sick" in that in that uh, in in that phrasing. Um, yeah, but we'll get into it. But that's I think that's a great setup. Yes. Right. Right. 
Well, I hope so, because that was what IMDb had on their page. There we so. go. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, so this has Robin Williams, mm-hmm. Connie Nielsen, and Michael Vartan. Um, or Vartan. I'm not really sure how, how to pronounce his name. Now, I've and always... Gary Cole. Gary Cole. Gary Cole. Gary Cole. Now, that is... Where do you where do you think most people would know would know Gary Cole from? Yeah, I'm gonna need to. Hey Peter, I'm gonna yeah. need to get you to get those TPS. I think reports. so too. And I'm sure a lot of people. I don't know if they do know this, but he was also in the Brady Bunch movie in the Brady Bunch sequel as Mr. Brady. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he's Mr. Brady. See, there's just too many movies. Yeah. So, uh, but he's great. I think he's just he's really. Is there's the the his deadpan like his uh, I think he's funny without being funny like yeah. it's just his stance he's not really too funny in this movie but yeah, I mean exactly. there, well there's like some funny moments probably but right like, he's well, he's a little overreacting about a couple things yeah now Michael Varton uh, as we were saying he was on a show called Alias if you've ever watched that yep, show in yep. the past which I've actually never watched it. Uh, it was like a spy show or something, wasn't it? I think so. I, I think I may have passed on that, but I do remember it when it was out. It was like a Jennifer Garner uh, show. It was. And, yep. uh, uh, but I do remember it was on a few seasons. He was on that. He was also, if if you've ever seen Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore, he is... I did see that. He is yep, the teacher is. that falls for her character. Yep. And then he's also in this. And I'm sure a couple of other things, but I always thought... Up until I saw him again in this movie, he seemed like a pretty good-looking guy. He was a decent actor. He had been like the romantic male lead in a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he really take off? You know, why is he not a household name? And in this movie, he is—he uh, does a good job, but I think he is vastly overshadowed mm-hmm. by Robin Williams and everyone else in the movie. Yeah, and the—I uh, think the. The whole emotion of the film was like the main character. Yes. Somewhat, you know. Yes, um, I agree. You know, Robin is actually, you know, he's very great at in that role, but I think it was the uh, just the general vibe of the film that was like the main character. Yeah, I would agree with you. So listen, this was directed by uh, Mark Romanek, yep. and he's a music director. I do know Mark so Romanek. So you already know oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was going through and doing some research, so you already probably know this. but I he, know some. Yeah. He has worked with some of the yeah. biggest artists. You've got he worked with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson on Scream, Constant Craving with Katie Lang, uh, Are You Gonna Go My Way, Lenny Kravitz, Madonna, David Bowie, Iggy Pop, Nine Inch Nails, REM, Fiona Apple, mm-hmm. Weezer, Beck. I mean, the list goes on and yeah, on. Yeah, I remember him at the time. This is like uh, probably '90s, right? Early 2000s. I remember him kind of coming up with uh, like Mark Pellington. And Spike Jones, Spike Jones, yeah, yeah, Anton Corbin, a lot of those uh, um, video music directors yeah. who ended up doing films and, and things like that. I remember him from that time. Yeah, I, I, and there was a little commercial that popped in there for a moment I'm from Hardee's. <laughs> yeah, go get some Hardee's if they're open twenty four. We used to have a twenty four hour Hardee's. Do you recall this? I do not remember that. It used to be. Um, what city was it? It was. It was in Norton. It. It's where the Hardee's is now down there. Yeah, but it used to be twenty four hours. Well, they need to bring that back. Yeah, because I do remember going there sometimes. We would come back from the radio show at, uh, at uh, WMMT. We would get back about you know one one fifteen, stop there, and we would be able to order breakfast. Man, classic. Yeah, so that was a really good breakfast yeah. at night. Well, breakfast almost any time, but I think it's probably well. Breakfast is probably the number one. Yeah, it's my favorite. Meal. My mine too. Yeah. 
Mine too. Well, we get going. We have side. You know, we just we work all day. We just go, 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 and yep. it's like you skip lunch. You're barely. Now, do you have odd eating, eating eating habits? Yeah, I probably shouldn't, but um, me too. I do. Me too. Like for today, for instance, I I really hadn't eaten anything until maybe an hour ago. Well, this is something. That, um, so, you know Henry Rollins, right? Yeah, love Henry. Um, but he, I heard an interview, read an interview where he was saying that he didn't really ever eat unless his he felt his body needed it. Really, he didn't have like a planned sort of, you know, one two three meal all right. through the day. It was just like when it when he felt like his sugar was low. You know, like when you start feeling hungry. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have like a good window there, like a thirty minute window before you start really getting yeah, you know, in bad shape. But interesting. Because yeah, I, that now just that, seemed like a great idea. I was like, man, that's do actually, we kind of do that? Because I. I really don't get up and oh, it's morning. Let me sit down and eat something. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. I think I think we're conditioned to like the one, two, three, like the breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. Not really conditioned, but I think it's like a popular way. Yeah, to and eat. it's kind of like that's in a way that's how it's been. Mm-hmm. So it's like a in a, a tradition in a way, I guess you could say. I feel like uh, that midday meal, even though it's great. Yeah, I feel like it really kind of shatters like the momentum that I have for the day. Yeah, like that. Even if you take like a thirty minute or an hour, it's, it's hard to like you know get back and then recover from that. Yeah, and then you're just like doing three hours. You're done by three. You're yeah. just like forget yeah. it. I can't finish today. I agree with you. <laughs> so we have the budget on uh, one hour photo was twelve million. It made thirty one point five million in America, fifty two point five worldwide. Wow. So it was a success financially and uh, critically. Also, 81% positive on Rotten Tomatoes and a 65% audience score and 6.8 rating on IMDb. I was a little bit surprised on the IMDb. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it would be 6.8. It's not too shabby, but I ex- I kind of expected this maybe to creep in Lower. at 7. Well, I thought a little bit higher. Oh, higher. But are they, are they um, uh, historically, are they tough on films? Are they the pitchfork of films? You know, they, they seem to be... And it, but it also depends on, you know, what's, you know, I guess by the time when, when one hour photo came about, you know, I think I would have really, um, I guess I really would have thought when I went to IMDb that I would really, that they actually went into it with thought instead mm-hmm. of just trying to crash or, you know, everyone hate on this film. I think it was pretty honest uh, reaction, but I guess if you think about it and you're used to a, a fun loving Robin Williams. And you go into this film, this yeah. is not like that at all. No, I think a lot of people were pretty shocked. Yeah, and turned off by this. Mm-hmm. So here's a few uh, few interesting facts. Give it to me. So after the film premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, Robin Williams overheard viewers say that they forgot it was him in the lead after 15 minutes. An observation that made Robin Williams very proud. And I think, why wouldn't it? I could see that happening. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't really think of... I didn't really think it. I mean, I knew it was Robin Williams, but I didn't really think about Robin. Yeah. I, you know, the Robin Williams we know. Yes. You know, the funny, the, you know. Yeah, it, 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 it that we've he, seen him film. He gets lost in the character. He really did. And this, uh, this was only the second time that Robin Williams had, uh, he had to bleach his hair. Uh-huh. The first time being in the movie uh, Popeye. Have you watched that movie Popeye? I have. Was yeah, it? yeah, it was great. Was it? I've never. Oh yeah, I've it's, never it's, seen it. Yeah, it's 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 good. Okay. It's got uh, Shelley Duvall. I bet. Wow, she had a big run there in the late seventies, yeah. early eighties. She's making a comeback. Did you hear about that? I saw There's something a, about that. I think a, a horror flick. I think that she's wow. In, but I don't she's remember kind of the a, name. A, a early scream queen. She was. Yeah. Yeah. 
So also we had uh, Robin Williams originally was going to play, and this is funny you mentioned Gary Cole earlier, was going to play the the Save Martin manager, Bill Owens, later played by Gary Cole. Hmm. But after reading the screenplay for the second time, Robin d- requested the role of role of Cy, the photo guy. So I wonder who would have if he would have did you know the manager, who would have played Cy? who would have played Cy? Yeah, yeah, that's very that's an intriguing. Wow, question. could have had a whole other film. It could be. But what was what's also funny about the Gary Cole thing is that Gary Cole took the role specifically just to work with Robin Williams. Well, I'm I'm sure that happens. And wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you do that? Because you see a lot oh, of the yeah. big actors and actresses, especially of yesteryear in the '90s and such, that they would work with someone like a uh, Val Kilmer on the uh, the Island of Doctor Moreau. Only it's a terrible movie if you if you've seen. Uh, yeah. Um. But he only worked on that so he could work with Marlon Brando. And. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's pretty common. Uh, yeah, and Edward Norton had got to work with Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro in a movie called The Score, but he only took the role due to those, yeah. you know, those actors being in them. And uh, so it's it's interesting when you learn a little bit about the reasons behind why the film's being made. For example, um, Sandra Bull, uh, Keanu Reeves uh, opted not to do Speed tr- uh, Speed Two, so Sandra Bullock was promoted to lead role. But she only agreed to do that if she was allowed to make her uh, passion project project Hope Floats. So the the irony in that is <laughs> Speed. Have you watched Speed Two Cruise Control? I have. Yeah, and it's not that great. No, it's not terrible. No, it's not the worst yeah. movie I've ever no, no. seen. Yeah, but it cost. And this is what what always gets me about m- movies because it, it's not it's it's not a science. You it, it is a science. You can easily do it financially. Why would you spend more money on a sequel than the entire first movie made to begin with? It makes no sense financially. Well, I guess they thought it would make you know that much more money. Yeah. That's the gamble. Yeah, and yeah. this was a big gamble that didn't pay off, uh, but it did with One Hour Photo. So that was kind of a cool. And it probably did with Hope Floats. I guess she it got did. her. She got the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that brings me back to the point that. Uh, Speed Two only made around forty-four to forty-five million dollars in America, whereas Hope Floats made sixty-five to seventy million. Whereas Hope Floats didn't cost all that much. Yeah. Speed Two. Well, we need a Speed Three then. Yes. We just got to have a Speed Three and be and <laughs> be done with it. <laughs> when when nineteen ninety-seven was a was an interesting year for summer for movies because that was also the movie that uh, the year that. Uh, the Batman and Robin movie came out with Arnold and, oh, and George yeah. Clooney. That's a good one. It was the. It was the. I, I do remember. I uh, one of the only times in my life, the only time that uh, that I had went to uh, the movie with my my father, and we went to see Speed Two. But I do remember Batman and Robin playing on the marquee next to it. Well, that's so, funny. That's a yeah. that's a good memory. Yeah. Speaking of Speed Two, we yeah. went. Me and Dad went and saw it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. So uh, let's see. I guess it was mainly. Uh, oh yeah, Jack Nicholson was a. So I guess what we we answered oh, the question oh, earlier. Yeah. Okay. If Robin Will, can you imagine if Robin Williams had just played the uh, hmm. assistant, the the manager, and Jack Nicholson aside, it, it would have worked. It would have. Yeah. It would have. Yeah, Robin that's Williams some... would have barely been in the movie because yep. I, I guess uh, how how long is Gary Cole in there? Twenty minutes. Yeah, not not too much. But honestly, I feel like they would if it were if it were Robin, they would say, "Okay, let's give him more. Let's yeah. give him more scenes." That's true. Know, they, too. they would probably ad- adapt the script. To yeah, that, I know. think you're right. I think you're right. 
Now, I was also reading about this before we get into uh, some of the topics uh, that in between takes, Robin Williams, to the delight of everyone on set, made everyone laugh, was called cu- cutting up, sure, causing jokes, putting a, putting a red nose on, yeah. And, but because you hear with a lot of actors and actresses, you know, if they're if they're doing a serious movie, they're they're serious on set, right? Or they alienate themselves from the rest of the cast and crew, or the method, or the method way, the method. But can you can you imagine like you know you've got one moment, you know, Robin is you know you know doing you know the red nose gag or you know something yeah. funny or crazy or wacky, and then he it gets on set and action, and then he's doing a scene where he's telling. Uh, you know, uh, Michael Varton's character in the in the mistress. You know, right in the hotel the room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that would be a very uh, yeah interesting contrast. Yeah, well, to see that. Yeah, that's uh, quiet on the set. You know, they yeah. get everybody out of the room and they say, you know, there's just like five people in there, and then he, they just turn into that person. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, there's got to be definitely something going on. You know, like emotionally, like that's probably not not. An easy task. No, I wouldn't think so either. Yeah. So what did you think about the plot in the story? Um I thought it was a sol- I I thought it was solid. Me too. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with the plot. I thought it was uh um it's a it's a it's a simple idea. Yeah. And and it they stayed with the idea. I don't feel like they really got lost in anything. No, there, just, there there weren't any real side no, stories to take away. I feel like it was very straight. Yeah, I um, do too. And although not 100% original as there's been other stalker type movies, sure. I thought this one was done in a very original way. Yeah. Because if you think of the cast, it's a very small cast. There's not that many actors and actresses. If no. you don't count the background extras oh, yeah. Those, in, yeah. in Safe Mart, Save Mart. But there's really. Oh, a, that, that little run of like five people where there's like a montage of people getting photos yeah. and, and he's doing the voiceover description of like each person and. And uh, that was pretty good. Now, what do you think about? I, I always like to ask this um, to people that love film, even those that don't. What's your thoughts on the voiceover? On voiceover, or do you think it depends on the movie? Um, certainly depends on the movie, I would think. But I'm okay with it. I, I don't mind it if there's like a, um, you know, there's a visual that's kind of attached to it, right? Like if it's uh, maybe not dictating the visual, but narrating, right? You know, uh, I'm. I think it's perfect. I think it's great. And I think, I think uh, in this film they did a good job. A wonderful job. They did a wonderful job. Um, they do it several times. Yeah, throughout yeah. the film, I thought that was great. And I do. I was and, completely okay with and that. There's also something that that they they use is the the movie starts off with him in the uh, interrogation room. Great beginning. Yeah, and then it kind of goes back to I guess him retelling. Yep, yep. The events of what's mm-hmm. happened, and I and I always find that not always but often that technique actually really works if done, yeah, and yeah. if done right the, what is that the, is that the flashback or the yeah. yeah i think that's i think it's a great beginning i and, think i think the um the police officer says um you know uh i'm not exa- i'm just paraphrasing but he says you know you know why did you do that you know and then there's a long pause and he doesn't really say anything and then rob williams just kind of looks off to the right and then it, here's the movie yep, you know because yep, there's a slope yeah and clo- getting closer i think a little bit and then it, and then it does that but yeah I think the plot and the story, like you said, solid. Yeah. Um, and realistic. Sure. I mean, Relatable. Yeah. 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 It's a, you know, I hate, you know, I feel like, uh, um, it's a, it, there's some sadness to it. Right. You know, there's like, uh, um, 
you know, towards the end, we kind of, uh, we learn kind of like a little more about Robin's character and about yeah. his childhood. And that's weird yeah. that that's mentioned because that's almost the very last mm-hmm. scene. What is the very yeah. last scene of the movie that you get a glimpse of? It's like it all comes together. Yeah. Like you're just like, this is so weird. Why is he doing this? Or what's his, you know, like motive, motive for, yeah. This. yeah. Like you see the apartment and all the, the wall and the, you know, the floodlights and stuff. And you just wonder what his motivation is. And then he just basically lays it out. You know, this is, uh, he didn't, I don't think he had any malice in him. I don't think he, I think he was just um, observant of a, a blue collar life that he wished he might've had. Yeah. Yeah. And it was sadness because he uh, probably couldn't get there. Didn't have it. Obviously he has trauma. Um, Very little social skills. Sure. You know, and the job was perfect for him. You know, he got to like live all these lives and yep. see, you know, vicariously which, through yeah. other people's mm-hmm. photos. And that's where the voiceover is. He yeah. was saying, this person does this and this person's like this and they like these, this number of sets and, and he sets it up almost as if these people are his extended family. Sure. And yeah, yeah, especially the the main family, but also like he knew like all the other families, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and I, I think, thought that was a high point. Oh, that, sure. That montage was really well placed. And it had a, it lightened the tone a, a little bit. Oh, yeah, there's some that's like maybe the humor. Yeah. You know, part of it. Yeah. Um you know, you can tell like there's that one scene where where Gary Cole um has to let um, Rob Williams go and and he's very sad about it like yes. he immediately reacts to it and like and it's a, it's an emotional reaction not just like a, it wasn't anger it was emotion it was like yes. sadness immediately yeah like instantly because and, that was his so, life yeah you could tell that he really um, was that was his thing he was really involved in that world and it wasn't you know obviously there was the one family and that's just what he chose and what he focused on but I think it was all the families yeah. it was all the people yeah. I think it was just the job Minus yeah. minus Yoshi, you right. know, he wasn't he wasn't down with Yoshi. You know, the, whenever I hear the name Yoshi, which is a cool name, I don't dislike it at all. But it always makes me think of some kind of. There was a Nintendo game called Yoshi, I think, and it always makes me think of that. I always never, think I think of the Flaming Lips. Okay, every time. Okay, and isn't it weird how people can have sure. this exact same? Because Yoshi, like, that's not really a, a name or a word people say often. Not yeah, really. Yeah. I think there's a character in a video game named, I might be wrong. Um, I just go Flaming Lips. Okay. <laughs> I like yours better anyway. <laughs> what about characters? Was there any characters that you liked, disliked? What, um, what thoughts on some of these? I thought Connie, uh, Connie Nielsen did a, a great job. Fantastic and job. I would, uh, I'd hate that we don't see her much. Um, and I'm obviously not a follower, you know, too much of her career, but um, I would love to see her in more stuff and see how she would do. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a deep dive. Um, Michael Vartan, you know, uh, he was good for, I think, for what it was. For what he was. Know. Like, he, he's not a, I don't, I don't want to say that he's bad, like, but he's, and I'm not saying he's bland in this movie, but I think he's just a bland actor. Sure, know? maybe. And, well, I think that the character wasn't really supposed to be. Stand out. Yeah, it wasn't, it, you know, because he, you know, he's a grumpy fella. He was obviously, you know, there was some separation between, you know, him and his wife happening. Right. You know in real time and he was just angry about you know there's that one scene in the kitchen where he's just like you know you're spending all your money trying to live this life and be this person yeah and he's just mad about you know something else you know and it kind of it kind of i i did like the fact that it 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 had that those little moments but they didn't take away yeah family life at all from robin's story yeah it's minutes just like minutes long you know and it added it It did i I think it was like when uh 
You know what? What's the guy that used to paint the? I can't think of his name now. The, Bob uh, Ross. Bob Ross when he's adding the little uh, yeah. clouds and stuff. Yeah. That's what. That's what it's this. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect with that. But Robin does a fantastic job. Oh sure. Um, yeah. I don't want to not mention him, but and and also I think the young uh, the boy. Um, I don't know his name, but I think he uh, did a, a great job. There's the one scene where he says, um, um, you know, he wants to. He, he's uh, got got something on his mind. He's trying to fall asleep, and he says something about um, that he he feels bad for Sai. Like he yeah, says, you know, he feels sad for Sai. I thought that was really sweet because that also shows that you know they've they've done it. And it, it I think it also shows because originally I thought when I first watched, I knew it wasn't going to be in any kind of an abduction movie, but I was wondering. Well, he gives the kid, you know, the camera. He gives the kid mm-hmm. the toy that he doesn't want. What What's the deal? But he sees the the young kid as as innocent, like yeah. he was. Yeah, I think it's a he's uh, he's uh, it's like a mirror of like um, you know him as a child. You know, maybe he, even he trying might, to protect a little bit of that innocence. Maybe. Well, he, you know, he uses the term. You know, he, he makes the joke about being Uncle Sai. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that's like an, a term. That's like a, an endearment sort of thing. Yes. That's not like somebody trying to intrude in somebody's life. Yeah. To me, in my mind, that feels like somebody that wants to be part of a family. Yeah. Not like um, take over a family or dictate or anything like that. And it's even funny because near near the end of the, I think it's near the end of the film. Um, well, there's even a scene in the movie, and I'll, I'll say this. Uh, we'll get to the 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 next uh, thing. Favorite scenes or least favorite scenes. I don't know if I have a spe- specific favorite, but there's a scene where Sai. I can't recall if he's looking at, at pictures or what he's doing, but he imagines himself in there. Oh, he's like yeah, wearing the hoodie and yeah. like his feet are on the coffee table. Yeah. He's like drinking a beer. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, watching the game. Yeah, and I um, thought that was uh, and that that was really I thought a uh, if you if you think about that. A heartbreaking moment. Sure. Because for most people, that isn't really anything. I'm having I'm having a beer, you know, with my my wife and the kids are running around. That's mm-hmm. maybe an everyday occurrence for a lot of people. But Cy has none of that. Yeah. He he clearly wanted it. You know, there was a couple of times when he was uh seen outside the home, you know, just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular where he was upset that uh um you know when he had uh, inserted uh, the other photos about the the liaison, and he had put those into Connie Nielsen's pack, and then yeah. she does that abrupt pullover on the side of the road, um, which I thought was a really good intense scene. Yeah, it really was. It really was. I'd forgotten, but la- when you said that, I it vividly. Yeah, he's like uh, five cars back or something, and like her car does like a little a deep swerve. And yeah, then, like, she just pulls right over. Yeah, and she and you can and you know what's going on. You're you're not even in the vehicle. You know, it's not even part of the scene. You know what's happening. She's yeah. looking at those photos. You and know, she's found out. Yeah, she's found out. And then I think it's great that that they he he's kind of outside. He's waiting for the meltdown. Yeah, and they're just eating dinner. He's just like, "What's wrong with you people?" You know, mm-hmm. he, I think he just wanted he wanted Connie and 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 the and the young child to end it and get away. Yeah, you know, because he was just disgusted with Will at that point. Um, the, and, the and Michael Martin character. Yeah, and this is this is on top of. I think that's his name. Is his name Will? I think it is. I think so. It yeah. is. I need to start write, writing down the characters' names. <laughs> Good idea. I need to start doing that. But also, um, it 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 escalates so quickly after he's fired. Yeah, it seems like the job was 
the the glue that was holding his life together because it was mm-hmm. it was just pictures on the wall. It was just him taking hundreds of photos. Hundreds sure, upon hundreds. he was just in his daily routine. That was his well, not daily. It was yearly. Like yeah. that was nine some years or something. Like he has photos of the baby being born. Yeah. Well, she was pregnant. He's got photos of them before even. And then like there's like an, a a nine a nine year birthday. Like you know that was a long time. Yeah. To, to I really felt like there should have been more pictures. Like that's nine years. Like, I know. He's just got one wall. I know. I know. I mean, it should be <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Come on, it should be another apartment full. But uh, but yeah, I, I do you have a favorite scene? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. Yep. What would what would um, yours be? My favorite scene is the when he is leaving, and he um, I think he's just having a normal day. He's in a good mood, and there is a crack in the windshield. Yeah. And I think symbolically that was the unravel. That was like the yeah, the, the crack in the, you know, yeah. Like uh it was everything was starting to show. Yeah. All and the that's cracks just a, a brief scene. Yeah, it's just that you see it one more time when he's driving. Yeah. And the and, and the camera's like looking through the crack into Robin Williams. I think there's even like a like a, a mid focus like where you can kind of see, you know, both of them. And a it's little... a very subtle but good scene. Yeah. Nice nice uh Romanek, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite uh, video that he's made? Um, well, I, I don't know. Like, um, um, you know, we have a list here in front of us, but uh, I would have to. I do remember this. So, so quick answer: No. Okay. Um, because I'm not exactly sure of everything that he's done. Now, right. If you gave me a list of all his videos, I you would. Could, be able, you, yeah. I would okay. Definitely. But I know that he did a bunch of them. But I remember, um, kind of in the '90s, there was like a a DVD double package for like all of these cool you know artsy directors at the time i do kind of remember it was like a, there was like a romanek one there was a spike jones one david fincher i think had one maybe um possibly because he did a lot of madonna and george michael yep. videos and i think there was an anton corbin one okay yeah and i, I remember, remember having those and i watched them but uh those have been lost at some point so but yeah um i'll next show i'll tell you my favorite romanek yeah uh, please do <laughs> you can do that on the other people's show oh there we go okay cool. or or it doesn't matter either either show both both yes I you know I don't know if I have yeah favorite scene what do you got you know I like the scene um, you know I do like the scene when the lighting I like in this movie a lot oh yeah the lighting was amazing I think that has that ties in with the the photo developing yeah like the yeah. like it it really felt photo y yes. like it was sterile tons yes. like everything with Robin was sterile yes it seemed very white and uh, yes uh, washed and and like uh, his apartment. He goes, oh yeah. He he goes into his apartment, and it might be after the night when he when he sees the the crack in his, in his windshield, where um, he goes into the kitchen and he gets a glass of water. And I think it might be when the kid is he's in bed and he he's talking about how he's yep. And they um, say let's say a little prayer. Yeah. And there's a pause in Robin's world kinda where he just, just like stands there with the glass and then he just kind of walks away. Yeah. I thought that was a good moment too. Yeah. And he stands there and it lingers. Yeah. And uh, it gets a little for me any, anyway as a viewer. I I was a little I got a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like thirty seconds or something. Yes. It's a it's a, a good little piece. Yeah, and I'd forgotten about these little touches. So if I had to uh, had to pinpoint something, that would be one that stood out for me. But I'm glad you brought up the the crack in the window. Yeah, because I hadn't remembered that from before, but I did remember watching it when I watched it again. I was thinking, um, you know, you mentioned uh, his apartment, you know, and even his attire for like the work, it was very bland. And yes. uh, um, the only real color in his apartment was all those photos. Yep. I think that's very telling. Yeah, it you know, was. It's like life is happening on the wall and that's it. Not, his, in, 
yeah nothing to do with him was yeah. lively at all and i think even his like his furniture was very like state like a uh, standard it, it was almost like hotel room style you know it yeah. was just like you know like one of this one of that and there was nothing like our apartments our houses are just like you know yeah there would be nothing that would everywhere. really be nothing there other than those photos was memorable yeah that's cool kind of like him he kind of like just you know what just like when another scene that i like really quick is there's one uh picture left in the in the camera yep so Sai takes the picture yep. but then they're the family's going through the photos yep. and like, then who's this like, yeah and then they just kind of discard yeah sigh on the table and yep you're right like, i think the the husband does that doesn't he yes. he just kind of just like flippantly just kind of tosses it like he does whatever he does but the boy was very excited oh that's Sai. that's a, that's a photo guy you yeah. know they're they're very excited that uh and, but then they, it ended up on the fridge. All right. Yeah. Right. Or no, it wasn't on the fridge. That was the dream sequence. I'm yes, sorry. Yeah. The dream That's, sequence yeah. it was. It, so in size dream, it was on the, yeah. So here's another, I, I can't recall the, the name of, uh, what was Sai's last name? Can you recall? Uh, Parrish? Parrish. Yeah. Okay. That is the same last name as his character in Jumaji. Parrish. Is it really? Yep. Yep. Well, there you go. Yeah. Which I've never actually seen the Robin Williams Jumanji. That's a good one. I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. that one's wild. So I've heard it's you know it's, yeah, I've it's heard good. It's good. Yeah. So what do you think about the score and the music in this film? Oh yeah. Give it to me. It was perfect. It was. It's this way the whole way through. Yes. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Very Twin Peaky. Yes. And I could I could really just uh depending on the mood, just uh listen yeah. to the score. Oh yeah, that's that's like I mean that's like that's the meditation moment yeah. right there. Love it. It was great. And you and you get you can get the feel of what the movie is about just by the score. Mm -hmm. Just by listening to little I think pieces that's, of the I think music. that's valuable. I think um I would hope that as a songwriter, you know, musician, I think that they would want that. They would want people to like, you know, be able to um get some emotion out of it that's that's important yeah music yeah. you know the soundtrack is almost everything now have you ever thought about coming from a, a musician standpoint mm -hmm. of when you've watched a film or anything how if, how would you score it would you ever want to score a oh, film man, i would love to yeah yeah I, I think that would be a really that would be create being creative in a completely different way yeah Oh yeah, it is for sure because yeah. you don't really you're not thinking of song structure. You're right. thinking of like, um, well, well, that, no, I take that there is song structure, but you're not thinking in verses, right? Like right. verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. You know, you're not thinking those things. You're thinking of like a, a movement, and like, um, but orchestrally, I don't know that I could. Um, it would be just what I felt, right? You know, I think. Uh, um, I would listen, love to do it. Yeah, I listen for to sure. some of these and I'm like, I, I wonder what the composer was, what he or, or she thought while scoring this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they've had to try to feel what they think 100% Psy is feeling during this. Yeah. To any, get anything that even remotely would work, mm -hmm. which I think every key piece of uh, music in this film works. It was perfect. Yeah. I think so too. That'd be hilarious if at the end they threw in like one song by like the Bangles or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, don't ruin it. I know. 
I love the Bengals, but I'm just saying, don't ruin the. Yeah. You know, we've already got this amazing soundtrack. Yeah, we don't. We don't need. Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't need sing song. We don't need a pop tune. So, what about originality of the movie? Um, you know, I think when it came out, I would say that it was um a little striking. Right. Not shocking, but I think a little striking, and you know, I think it was unnerving. Yeah. I think I think the thing with this movie is it's um, um, it's unease. Like I think it it's not it's not scary. No, not at all. I think it's or frightening. I think um, now maybe if there was a one hour photo too, right, it might could get frightening. But I think uh, I think with this, um, it's it's a constant unnerving, like you yeah, said. It's a, yeah, it's just like a, a tension that builds. Yeah, that slowly it's builds, a long tension. Yeah. The, and then the because you you feel the tension I did uh, almost immediately, mm-hmm. but then in the the third act it it goes full force. Sure, full force. yeah. When he yeah he finally just says okay, you know, and he 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 seems to. Pl- I don't you know I didn't know if he had already had it planned or if he planned it on the fly. Because I guess he planned it on the fly. Yeah, I, I think he did because I didn't think he expected to get fired. No. He didn't expect to, for Maya to have those photos. No. And why she would ever do that, uh, you know. But I, uh, this uh, this just now hit me. Size has got a key to the knife counter. You know, like he's, remember like he's. He, he he's, does it during the day. Yeah, he's just like, he's leaving the, he's leaving and he's just like. He and then get, he turns he, back around He's and like, goes, you know what, I'm going to get this knife. <laughs> I was like, why they give a, a the photo guy? You know, why has he got keys to all these random yeah. things throughout the building? True, <laughs> and you know, I and I do realize his. And this is not a fault or anything, but I did think at one point, you know, well, obviously Michael Vart will and, and his mistress, um, you know, they're nude in the bed and such. But Maya, Maya, scandal. But you've got Cy. And you can you can tell that something you know if he's if he's there and I'm in that position he has a knife, you know I'm going to be afraid. But I I don't know if I I don't even know how how I would react to that because well, it's not like a gun. You know, yeah, what it's I mean? not something that could that could like that would have to be a body movement. Yeah, and you could probably see that that motion, read that body language, especially but, with Sai because he's, yeah. he's a, you know a middle aged or older man. Yeah, and he's not equipped to handle no. that knife but it's and you can scary. even tell you know i don't i don't know if he yeah. actually did shake but he might have a little bit uh, i can't recall but yeah he's you, not a professional knife no and you could tell that by looking sure you know possibly if you wanted to get out of it which this would you know not be the same movie you could probably throw something at his hand sure like yeah and run out yeah but uh um, but i also think that will is not that guy no Will is not that Maya would have been that girl before Will would have been that guy. Yeah, you know, I, I agree think, with you, you know, slightly. I, I think she kind of cowered a little bit there, but um, it wouldn't have worked any other way. We, no. you know, we had to have Robin uh, run that whole that whole program in the hotel room because um, that helped, that was part of the story. Now, what did you what did what what did you think or what would you think would be his? Because obviously he didn't plan every single aspect of what happened. He did it on the fly, as we mm-hmm. said. But you know, in his mind, he he knew, well, just like when he uh, put the put the uh, photos of the kid, um, you know, the uh, manager's uh, child in mm-hmm. those photos. Yeah, that's some diabolical business right there. Yeah. like he. So yeah. he said, I had forgot that from the original time I watched. This I had and, too, and I was just like, oh man. And he said, well, he knew that you would call us, the yeah. police, to show us this. So he's not stupid, and he knew that the police would get him. So I wonder what kind of a sentence he would get for 
Well, because that's, did he um, did he do a he 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 really didn't attempt to murder anyone? Not really. No. Kidnapping, maybe possibly. Yeah, you know, and he didn't break into the store. He didn't threaten. He had photos, but he didn't actually mm-hmm. threaten. So I don't I don't know, but maybe you know, maybe a mental facility so we can get some help. Maybe you know community um, service. Because I was trying a, to think at a photo booth at a photo booth. Because <laughs> I was thinking what. You know, after the credits, I was thinking, what, what happened to Cy, and wherever wherever he mm-hmm. went, was he allowed to go back out in the streets? You know, later on. I don't know. You know, I wonder if he would have. You know, I think he was pretty mad at Will. You know, and I think he was. I think he was even more mad that the end, the the third, the third act didn't go the way that Robin's character wanted it to go. Right. Like he wanted everything to fall apart. He yeah. wanted. To, you know, Connie Nielsen and, and the young boy to leave Will and Will be, you know, uh, and then it got into, um, then it took a, just a slight turn where he um, cornered them in the hotel and, right. and had them do, you know, the things. And I think it, he wanted Will to be shamed. Just like he was just also like shamed. He, which we later find out in the last, I don't even know, three minutes of the yes. movie. It's the last that, monologue that Robert yeah, Williams has. That you find out that that's um, a life that he has led, you know. And there was some emotion in that. Yes. That kind of got me a little bit. I was like, yeah. whoa, that's like some real things right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he really did a great job. I think so, too. I don't know where you got to go for that headspace for that to come out like he did. Like he, like there was lip quiver, like full-on emotion, facial yes. emotion. Well, Camera even, was even tight. Like you mentioned earlier, when he was when he was fired, he was yeah. the, the lip. Instant, yeah. Yes. And, but this was a time in Robin Williams' career he had done, um, prior to this, he had done quite a few comedies in a row. So he wanted I wasn't to sure where this fell in his... Uh, this was in early 2000s. So he had done, you know, he had done, uh, you know, Patch Adams had happened. Mrs. Di- Mrs. Doubtfire had happened. Mrs. Doubtfire had happened, and some of those movies uh, had happened. But he wanted, he never really hadn't tried drama in a, in a while, this kind of, sure. in a while. So he did the uh, the movie Insomnia, where he's also oh, a, I forgot about that a villain. One. That's a great one. Uh, with It's a very good one. Yeah. Very underrated. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a, got Al Pacino. Yeah, that's a slow Killer. burn, another slow burn. And I think it's a good slow burn. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And then he did a satirical dark comedy after this one called Death to Smoochie. Oh, that's a great one. With uh, Edward Norton and Danny DeVito. Yep. Is uh is Bobcat in that? Is that a Bobcat movie? He, I think he's in it. He's he's not in No, no wait, you're talking about World's Greatest Dad. Oh. I think Okay. I know Bobcat directed a Robin it might, it might, no, I think it was the angriest man in Brooklyn. Was the we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to deep dive on that. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. I knew, I knew that they were together at some point. But, but yeah, this was a little, you know, when he was going through the, um, he had the, and I, I'd, I'd wondered at the time, I was like, because I'd grown up mainly Robin being funny. Yeah, I never had real. I mean, Goodwill Hunting, I'd seen him in that when I was in my teens. So that was really the most dramatic I think I'd seen him. Which was was, like, was this on the the downslope of his career? Was he? I, mean, I know he's always been relevant, but like, you know, I, th- I think really he had come off a couple of movies that hadn't done as well mm-hmm. financially as he had hoped. Yeah, Flubber, and Flubber had come just kidding, out. Just kidding. Uh, let's see what we got. This was around two thousand two, so he had Goodwill Hunting in ninety seven, Patch Adams ninety eight, What Dreams May Come. That was kind of a serious movie. Great movie. That was in ninety eight. And then he did um, Jacob the Liar, which was a serious movie that no one really—I don't remember that one. No one, no one does really. 
Bicentennial Man. I remember that. He was the he's voice. like a robot, or he's like a there's a robot. In the he's movie? a robot that becomes right. human over time. Okay, yeah, there we go. Um, he a was little, the voice little Pinocchio story. He was the voice of Doctor No in Artificial Intelligence. Did you watch that one? I think AI. I did. Yep, yep. Um, one Hour Photo, Death to Smoochie, and Insomnia. And then, yeah, he he hit a stretch for about six or seven years where he wasn't as popular. And I think honestly. Yeah. I think that happens in careers. You know, yeah. I think we're, he was just, you know, you try to do, unfortunately, you just try, you, you like, as an artist, you want to do something different, but you know that um, the fan base is not always going to follow it. They're it's only going tough. to allow you to do yeah. so much if you want to keep them, isn't it? Do the, do the, the red nose again, you know, like everybody wants the, the thing that they remember, yeah. you know, and which that's is, fine. Which is kind of what happened. This That's why uh, when the cable guy came out with Jim Carrey, a lot of people disliked it. Because it wasn't Ace Ventura. It wasn't Ace. He had yeah. He had Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, and Batman Forever, all in one year. Come on. And then the next movie, that's the like Cable heavy. Guy. That's the heavy hitters right there. For, Can you imagine that? Uh, what a year! All in the same year. Yes, he that's went from insanity. making three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for um, Ace Ventura to making over twelve million dollars for Batman Forever. That's great. He was a good Riddler. Yeah. He was great. He was. He was. Yeah, I love all those, uh, especially now some of the newer, uh, some of the newer Marvel movies in DC. You're starting to see like that multi, the multiverse yeah. kind of expand. Now, a do you bit. keep up with with uh, sure. the Marvel and DC? Yeah, sure. Do you, what's yeah. your what's your favorites of those so far? I went. I just went and saw the uh, the double feature at the drive-in with the um, the new Spider-Man and the uh, Flash and the Flash. Yeah. How was the Flash? It was great. Was yeah. it? Yeah. It's not. Um, you know, it's not. Um, you know, we get to see a Supergirl, right? And that was fun, right? You know, we get to see some new characters, and we see um, a lot of cameos. I hear there was, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, do like, I hear? Do I saying, see like Nicolas the, Cage fighting a spider? You do, really? You do, <laughs> you, really? you know, because he wanted to be a Superman, right? You know? And I think they actually—I don't know how much of a film they filmed. They, they fit. I think they just the did a fitting, and then yeah. they did some. Yeah, he's in it because they 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 open up the multiverse. Right, it's so cool. Yeah, wow. yeah, okay. it's worth it for okay. sure. Okay. If, I mean, if, if you're a fan, right? Like if you don't, if you don't, like if uh, I sometimes when I watch those movies, even though I love them, I feel like that if I didn't know anything about the history of some of those stories, then it might take away I a would, little bit. Well, I would not know anything about it. Like right. I can imagine how somebody who doesn't know Marvel or DC or any of that world. Could come into one of those movies and just go, "What is?" If happening? they just watch like a random one, yeah, just like, "What is going on with these characters and who are all <laughs> these people and why is there fifteen Batman's?" You know, and like, uh, yeah, I could just imagine how overwhelming that might be for somebody. So let me ask this then. Yes, you, we'll say spoiler alert for anyone that uh, wants to tune out. Does George Clooney make an appearance as Batman? He does not. He does not. He's not dressed as Batman. Oh, okay. Okay. But he's in it, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. Everybody's in it. That's ben, ben Affleck is in it. They they didn't do a Christian Bale. He's not in it. Huh. As far as that that version, I I guess the only reason is it seems like his Batman has nothing to do with any of the other DC universe, does it? Like the um, Christian Bale. Yeah, I think there was there were yeah they were just like a period piece or right. like a three three movie set. But right. Yeah, they uh you know because um uh Barry Allen kind of gets lost in the whole timeline of things and starts going to all these different um multiverse yeah and and like he he thinks he's in the the right one 
uh, I hate to spoil it for everybody. But, no, no, I've uh, read quite a bit. Yeah, of it's cool. I, I've wanted to watch it. And I don't. Like, I don't want to say anything. It's cool. Okay, I'm, you I, should, I'm going to try to watch it. Yeah, I'll definitely try to watch it. It was good. I, I will say this, and then we'll get back to one. I don't want to take us too far, but um, the uh, that new Spider-Man, the new animated Spider-Man, yeah. the multiverse is unreal. Really, it's absolutely stunning. Wow, completely unreal. Like there's just so much going on. It never stops. It never lets up. And wow. I loved the first one. I thought the first one was really great. Right. This one is, you know, tops it, in my opinion. Like, it was so visually stunning. Oh, I have to watch it. And, and it was very um, street, hip hoppy, like, okay. very artsy and, like, right. kind of uh, arrogant in a way. And kind of, like, uh, the dialogue was real quick and the colors were real vibrant. And there was, like, a, yeah, it's just, it was so good. Wow. Yeah, okay. so good. No, I, I go through I go through stages, or in, when I when I'm like I okay, I'm gonna watch a couple you know Marvel movies or whatever, sure. but I've not watched any in, in a minute. Uh, I think the last one being, and I couldn't name it right off the top of my head, but the last Civil Wars. <laughs> now I, I did watch that one, yeah, and I did watch um, let's see Doctor Strange, but that I've, I haven't watched the new one though. That's oh, good. I, I watched the um, it's called like. Uh, Something about something and the Ten Rings. There's a ring. oh yeah, uh, Shang Chi. Yes, Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, that was the last. That was a good one. one. Yeah. yeah, not bad, not bad. At I all. think I'm all caught up except for the new Guardians. Okay, which uh, yeah, I've heard good things. I've heard great things. Yeah, yeah. I, and the one thing I always hear is get tissues, bring a tissue. So I think it. I think there's some sentimental moments. Yeah, we may be saying goodbye to a couple. Of oh characters wow, I, you know what? Yeah. That's a possibility. What are you going to do? Because I think this is It's the, a third film. Yeah, yeah. this is it. Yeah, this yeah. is it. Now, when did it get to the point? Where, I was... I know exactly what you're going to say. Where do you think it got to that point? I don't know. I guess everybody loves a trilogy. Like, we love the... It's a... I think of boxing. Right. Um, I think of hat trick. I think of hockey. I think it's like the, you know, like the threes. Everything is, you know, there's... There's one winner, and then there's an opportunity for a second winner, and then there's the the matchup. Because it used like to the, be like occasionally you would get like you know you would get the Godfather tri- trilogy or you know the the original Indiana Jones yeah. or Star Wars trilogy, but then it seemed to be like there were like you know uh, trilogies and so many things. Yeah. Now now yeah, and now we we're kind of conditioned. Yes. Like we know like this is gonna, this is the third film. They're yeah. gonna change all the actors now. We're gonna yeah. get a whole new Batman. Re- you know or whatever. Right. And reboot yeah. used to be a word that wasn't used as often. Yeah, we use so much now. Welcome to the future. Yeah, we we're finally <laughs> arrived. So, would you recommend one hour photo? Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, I think it's a solid movie. The performances are really good. Um, Robin Williams is uh, spectacular. As is all the background people do a fine sure. job. It's it's believable. Um, the only dated material is the fact that it is a photo lab. Mm-hmm. And the telephone that and, Connie Nielsen uses. That's right. It's a flip phone. That's right. It's like a, it looked like the size of a wallet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it even have an, it had an antenna. Oh, yeah. But yeah, other than Great those film. little things, it, 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 it does stand the test of time. Sure. Yeah. It's coming up on, uh, I guess, 20, 21 years old now. Yeah. And I think even like, uh, like just those things I was just teasing about, I still think that the film um the um the filtering of the film itself yeah. looked dark and i still think it would still hold up at any, yeah. it would still hold up 40 years from now it's a great story um it's not hard to understand no it keeps you uneasy and i think um i think the less that you really um 
put into the mix, you know, the less ingredients, you know, the, the better. Yeah. Just yeah. give me, just give us, you know, like give us a couple of characters, something pretty simple. And I think, you know, I think our, our brains are so vivid enough that can we can, connect. we can figure it out. You yeah. Know, we can exactly connect the dots. Yeah. I, I really do recommend this. I'm glad that uh, sure. someone had mentioned it. So I put up a list the other day of a I couple of that. films yep. that people had mentioned. And this was voted the number one film to do. Was it really? Yeah. Out of, out of the list that I had. I actually had The Flash on the list. I saw The, the Flash was there and What's Coming Something. Evil coming. Dead Rise. That's right, y'all. Evil Dead Rise. Coming up. And, and uh, do you like horror movies? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite genre of any, uh, or no? I love, um, all, I love all genres, really. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I love, uh, um, there's this, uh, you know, Tubi. Right. You know, I love all those little campy like uh the sleepaway camp stuff and oh, yeah, like yeah. the the traumaville stuff i love like a I, you know i'm a sucker for like a terrible plot right and like poor acting plus poor uh um you know prosthetics and and clothing and right. like you know like you know well there's a nicholas cage movie it's uh he's not the main character i can't think of the title it's from the uh i think it's from the early 2000s and it's got some names in it that you've heard but the sets are so cheap that at one point his character is just yelling incoherently, hitting the bed, and you can see the part of the set start to come oh. loose in the corner <laughs> of the scene. And uh, I can't think like I I knew going in it was going to be bad. Sure. That's the reason I even watched it. But those can be a lot of fun. And we've oh, yet, yeah, we've yeah, yet to I'd... do one of those on the show. We've mainly done serious movies to be honest all right with you. well we need to do toxic avenger yeah. or something we should do that yeah toxy yeah now i've Nuke heard high. i've heard i've heard for years that they were going to reboot toxic i've avenger. heard that they're it's in action is it yeah really so uh, i'm sure with with the technology they got now can you imagine it would probably be pretty cool pretty now i've seen cool. toxic avenger one time but i've never seen it all at one time because I only found sure. it in pieces on YouTube years ago and I had to watch like nine different pieces. Yeah. I think the, there's four of them. Okay. There yeah, yeah. There's quite a few. Quite I, a few. I've got the I I splurge for the box set. Do you really like the uh yeah. It's terrible. Did it come with a with any kind of little No, it's got like some booklets and some cool okay. stuff inside, but it's a really nice deluxe package. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. I, I do love you know, I do miss um Little places, and I know they still exist smaller, but like little, like Best Buy. Sure. Because Best Buy and little places like that would have, well, Best, Best Buy is not little, but they would have things or Tower Records. I really do miss Tower Records or little yeah. shops that would have, you know, sometimes they would be sent things at the other places that wouldn't be yeah. sent, you know. You ever been to um, um, Orbit DVD in Asheville, North Carolina? I have. That's a cool place. That is a good place. Yeah, I, I try to go there like once a month. Oh really? Yeah, that's yeah. a cool place. I've not you been can there. Get cool reissues and Criterion stuff. And... I used to go to this place anytime I would go to Lexington. I can't recall the name of it, but it was it was near the McDonald's there because we had uh, my friend and I played a we played a coffee shop there one time. Cool. But we part. I drove from here to Lexington just to play four songs, and then I drove back. Been there because we were going to play, and yeah, I wanted man, to play the show. The show. But he got uh, his car got towed. Oh gosh! At the, the McDonald's, worst. and we had to walk around Lexington to find the to find vehicle. the place. Uh, How yeah, far of a walk was that? It was about a mile. That's not bad. No, it wasn't bad. But the two guys there, I'll never forget it. They were they were they were mad because we were uh, 
they weren't mad at us, but they, they were like, yeah, you guys interrupted us going to the strip club. They didn't call it the strip club, though. Oh, uh, what'd they call it? They called it the uh, the titty bar. Oh, okay. I was going to say uh, a nudie bar. Yeah. yeah. But I got gotcha. you. There and, was only uh, one or two ways you could go there. And uh, they were they were like characters. Sure. They were characters. But it did cost my friend, like Jake, and it's the only time I've ever seen Jake upset. And it did cost him like two or three hundred bucks to get the car. Yeah, that's the worst. And he said, and he he's not a guy that usually uh, cusses or anything, but he he said he said a cuss word that night. <laughs> he was upset, and he was upset. And that, well, this wasn't like we were teens. I mean, we were probably you know early twenty. I'd say you know maybe twenty four. I'd say yeah, probably twenty four. But yeah, there there used to be like a little DVD, but it had. Uh, records and even cassette tapes oh yeah those are the best when you, well. got, you can get all your favorite things and you never stuff. know what you're going to find i know even even now i'm just a sucker for those places i love loading up on the cool things yeah. and like you know things you never yeah i could things talk I like, could, oh i didn't know I, yeah. I, wow i gotta get that yeah i could talk an hour for like just the the art of digging yeah you know like going to record stores and you know and i do it with dvds now too but, yeah uh, yeah well, uh, it's been a good show. Thank been you a great for joining. Well, uh, do you want to give out any of your social media once again? Sure, just AW Vibe. Anywhere you find uh, Anthony Wayne Vibe. I've got a new tune coming out. I've got a whole new record coming out. It's finished. Well, it's not finished, but um, I do have a new song coming out. It's called Mirror. It should be out not too long. Well, have you... Um, now, I know you were also doing a little bit of... Uh, like a podcast venture. I have, yeah. Have I've done, I've done two. No, I've just done okay. the two episodes. You can find those um, at Anthony Wayne on YouTube. Um, I've um, I've kind of had to stop doing that. The um, you know my my version of the podcast because I'm trying to finalize the lineup for a vibe, which right. is our festival, right? And that's in late August, August 25th and 26th. So once I get that lineup figured out and get everybody in their places, right. um, then I'm going to do a podcast about that. That'd and hopefully cool. I can come here and we can talk about it. And Definitely. I would love to um, involve all of those artists here at some point. Yeah, that'd somehow. be great. You know, we can we'll, definitely, yeah, definitely do that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we could talk movies too. Talk whatever yeah. comes our way. That's right. Awesome. So next week we're going to be doing Evil Dead Rise, which Ooh. is a, a fairly recent movie. Yeah, it's good. And uh, so, yeah, thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in to Real Talk. Please check out the other people's show on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Anthony Wayne, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Good seeing you. Good seeing you. Have a good night, everyone. Take care, everybody.